Welcome to the show. What up, everybody? With us, we have Mr. Jeremiah Newton. Howdy. He is the bearded bastard. Bastard. Some days, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Some days he's just bearded. Some days he's just a bastard. And some days he's both. Can I curse? Oh, yeah. Uh, Yes, you can. I just wanted to make sure first. (laughs) I curse like a sailor, and I always try Uh, to check. Eventually, we we might have to clean up our act if we want to take this show on the road. But for right Mm. now, uh, I think we're okay. (laughs) Awesome. So um, Jeremiah is a Austin business owner, and he is a trailblazer, a pioneer, a first mover in what he told me at the time he thought was a trend which is the beard the beard lifestyle the beard movement so yeah. you were an early mover on that what what made you decide i'm going to be <laughs> become a a part of the the beardsman community this story is all back words, by the way so i had always wanted to grow like Epic facial hair. First of all, my, I'm named after Jeremiah Liber Eaton Johnson, like the most famous mountain man in history. <laughs> my dad is one sexy Robert Redford looking mo- right. motherfucker. It's one of my dad's favorite movies, Jeremiah Johnson. And he yeah. looks very much he like does, Robert Redford in that movie. Nice. Yeah, you met my father. Mm-hmm. And um, so, like, it was, oh, what is that? Movember. Oh, yeah. Which is the reason, like, I was able to do it because my. My ex-wife hated my mustache. She <laughs> called it a pedestache. Mm-hmm. And really, it probably was. <laughs> but it, So I grew the beard out for like a month, right? And then I shaved it all down right before, which is also not what you're supposed to do for a moment, but I never do what you're supposed to. Right, right. We gave it to charity. That's what mattered. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, then I started using product, and I just couldn't find anything. This, this used to be one of the most uncontrollable things absolutely ever. And I had my mustache like five to seven inches, somewhere right around there. And so I've been cooking and making things my whole life. So I was like, this has to be whatever. So I looked up a recipe and it was like from the 1780s or 1870s or something like that. And it was horrid. So I was all like, hmm, it's just like cooking. This does this, this, this. And I made a mustache wax. Well, also I'm a scent junkie. Mm -hmm. right? I'm the kind of person who would smell a trash can when I was a kid. I have autism in my defense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I put this blend in that I've always worn on myself. And uh, I had friends in the Austin Facial Hair Club and all those sort of things. So I just gave my friends some of the tents. And they, they were like, you're going to turn this into a company and make this. And if you're not, we're going to kick your ass and we're going to take this formula and it's going to be ours. So and I was uh, like, you know what, whatever. And this is how many years ago now? Uh, 2011. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, and the, the thing about the name, it's actually, you know, uh, I, I can be a real bastard. Let's just mm-hmm. put it that way. Mm-hmm. But I always like to think I have the most amazing friends, just like you guys. Mm-hmm. And back then, I had one of the number one party blogs. And yeah. so I just wanted to introduce people to the coolest people. And it was my ex-wife called me a bearded bastard. Eh. 
Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> Term bought, of endearment, I, that's obviously. Right. That's it, right. was, it was. So I bought the website two weeks before I even made the product. Yeah. And my, my ex-wife was just all like, eh, it kind of fits. Why don't you just call it that? And I was like, yeah, sure, screw it. Yeah. <laughs> and within nine months, I was featured in New York Times. Um, I think we grew like 300% the second year, 600% the wow. next, something like that. And so it wasn't even anything. I wasn't trying to start a company. It's what my whole life has been. Generally, I just stumble like a, like a dumbass into whatever, and then the next thing I know, it's, it's succeeding. It's happened yeah. Yeah. most of my whole life when I actually care about something a little, yeah. or even if I don't care about it. So before you were the bearded bastard, what were you doing before then? So I've lived more lives than most people that I'm aware of. I, you know, I faced 20 years in the state penitentiary when I was 22 for being a mid-level drug dealer. I was a DJ at a strip club at 19. Um, I was a youth pastor underling <laughs> for four years, and I ran a youth center after I got in all the, the trouble and I had to be on probation. Uh, then I was in a pilot car company transporting loads all across the United States, made like 300 and some thousand dollars, oh just gosh. stumbled into that. I used to be a known knife maker, flint napping specifically. Our stuff is in museums and private collectors. Uh, you know, I used to do poetry and writing when I was a kid, and then my photography has won awards. Um, just, so just kind of a nondescript, you know, <laughs> kind of just like under-the-radar kind of life is what I'm yeah, picking up. Yeah, ho-hum. I go off and on of, <laughs> like, extreme, almost agoraphobic, like, staying in my house, almost being a neat. Right. Uh, to some, the showman comes out occasionally, and I just get interested enough in life, and then I go after it, and if it's too much, I disappear again. It's yeah. been a part of my autism, so I'll go off in the world and do my thing. It'll get too much for me. I'll be done with it. I'll disappear for a while, rebuild myself, do whatever I want. And the next thing I know, something's succeeding again on me. Well, so you've done this eight years um, with Bearded Bastard. Would you say that this might be the thing that sticks? Uh, man. <laughs> I can't don't even trap tell you. me like I that. I can't even tell you tomorrow. Uh, I, I don't, I'm not a planner. Okay. I, I've always, I, I'm a flower. Right. I've always been one of those people that just has insane intuition. Mm -hmm. And uh, part of what I am, uh, I'm a pattern kind of recognition savant. Okay. I'm an idiot savant, which means I'm an idiot half the time or more. And then savantism occurs, like perfuming. I didn't even know. I know right. I've always been into scent. And the next thing I know, I was making sense that perfume book writers, my personal sense, mm -hmm. were saying that they had never smelled anything that did what I did. Interesting. You know, it was called Dollhouse. It had... 45 essential oils or something and it took you on a journey through this old unique house that like rich non-douchey bohemian <laughs> people own because this was the missive my friends uh, challenged me with okay and they said can you make something like this so i i don't create my conscious mm -hmm. i create in my subconscious so i just stripped my conscious off and started like creating a story because i love story story mm -hmm. is the biggest thing in my life Mm -hmm. story and beauty because like I just love telling story it makes me feel better I don't feel a full range of human emotions like everyone else so that's one of my ways of expressing emotions through like everyone says what I make has a ton of emotion in it even though I personally don't hmm. right because that's how I try to express it I, I I've had the privilege and the opportunity uh, to spend some time in your workshop 
And, you know, he it, it's fun. And I, I talk about this a lot. When you spend time with people who love and are passionate about whatever it is, music, art, scent, and, you know, he'll be like, whoa, 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 wait, 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 try this one, try this one. Listen, this is, this is, see if you can guess it. And I love and, 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 people. And I was like, okay, I smell a little bit of like smokiness and a little bit of bourbon and a little bit of, a little bit of a slight cherry and a little bit of a little bit of a orange rind. Like and yeah. I, I said old fashioned. And he's like, well, you know, and it was just like, you know, just seeing him light up because he was speaking a language that was his language. Yeah. And yet I was able to just be like, wow, like I, I feel this guy's emotion through this outlet through this place Hmm. and you know he's he's you know shared all these little things with me just you know we've had the opportunity to have coffee and talk about our own lives and some of the parallels of our lives but you know being able to and, and, and here's the thing like you know his 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 line is internationally known right but he's just a dude in austin I don't like fame. Right. Fame makes my ego explode and I become an utter asshole. So I try to stay the hell away from the ego fame. Like it's a tool to me. Fame should always be a tool. Right. Because like if you have fame, you should try to be doing good in the world. In my opinion, that is what fame is for. Fame is for opening doors for the things you want to do and for helping others. And that that's all I try to believe because I don't want my ego taking over. There is enough egotistical pricks in this world. You think? There is. <laughs> and I know I've they don't need one in more. and out of it. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, I know that, in, and we had talked about this, but I, I, I think it's kind of a, a very smart move. So when you made the move into the, the bearding, like <laughs> whatever you want to call it, the, the beard uh, beauty industry, What's well, there the, was almost the, nobody right there, there was we, nobody right. you were i think there was like two to three beard oils maybe when i came out i can't right. remember like i think it was like captain Fawcett, who like i respect dearly mm-hmm. um shade before grave maybe I, I can't remember and then there was like that little hipster one that came in the like cool little container had a it was like all there was in the market was 1.7 ounces. It was like $40 at Stag. Right. But it was grapeseed and jojoba with a tiny bit of fragrance, and that is not how I do things. Right. Like, we have seven essential oils in our bait, or seven carrier oils in our classic, and we have 11 in our premium. Wow. And they are, like, specifically meant to help your face because people don't know. It's all about balancing the oil and conditioning at the same time to help with a lot of the stuff that men will deal with. Right. And for me, it's just like, I don't want to be that person. Like, I want to give you the best. And and, and when you first started, it was, like I said, you were an early mover in the space, like you said. And but, I don't, I didn't care about any of them, if you want me to be honest. I'm right. about doing my own thing. Well, but you've, you've kind of changed gears a little bit, right? I mean, I'm noticing, for example, you just had uh, this Rum Runner that was a... But that was, nobody else has done a release like that. Exactly. So, you know, talk about that, because I, I see you going from, I want to be the biggest, to going, I don't need to be the biggest, I want to make sure I'm the best, and I want to... I want to release things that have meaning behind them. It's not just, you know, because I was even telling Laz about this, like two years ago... You couldn't find a beard product. 
you know, even a year and a half yeah. ago in any like Target or Walmart, now you mm-hmm. go and there's a whole section. Oh, I know. And that stupid company. <laughs> <laughs> but but my point is that you know, obviously that doesn't seem to be you're not you're not trying to be the Walmart, the Target, need, the like I don't need to be another resale artist like most of the people out there right now. Like I love what technology is doing in many ways, but how many t-shirt companies do we need mm-hmm. that supposedly they're living this life to sell you this t-shirt that they're drop shipping to you? Right. For me, it's not about that. It's it's about blowing people's fucking minds. Mm-hmm. Because like the world is full of enough crap. Yeah. Like why don't we give it more magic? Yeah. And oh, in my opinion that. like that is like sure I could be a massive company. I could be like the 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 brand, the one I dislike heavily. Right. But why? There is enough crap artists in the world. Yeah. In my opinion, why do I need to be another one? Like people copy me, people follow me. Yeah. Like I don't pay attention to others if possible, except to see which programs they're using because I'm not always the most digitally savvy like them. Right. I'm more the creator type. Well, and and you said something. I I, I fucking new life. <laughs> people create enough crap. Right. I want to create magic. Mm, that's, beautiful. that's beautiful. I think anybody who has a passion for anything, whether it's music, whether it's what we're trying to do here in in creating this show and and the evolution of it as it's come, it's like there's enough crap. Right. Why not create magic? Yeah. And and you know you've you've talked about how and I've seen some of your your uh, um, photography. Um, you know, if if you're interested in that sort of thing, uh, we'll put his at for his yeah. photography, which is Newton's photo, right? Yeah, it's Newton's photo. I, I know you're not here to promote that. Shooting a lot, but so but when just, you do, it's yeah, great stuff. Right. Thank that's you. Right. It's great stuff, and um, you know, I, I've seen some of those you know portraits that you've had, or, or some of the the prints that you've had out, and and I was just like blown away by it, and then to have you come and. And, you know, now have your focus. And let's be honest, for somebody who has that innate ability to pick up and very quickly hit the one percentile in whatever it is, it's very difficult to keep a person like that in one space for very long. Oh, yeah. Like probably five years ago, I was like sitting on a ton of money and like I could sell this. Yeah. And go do more weird <laughs> shit in this world. And that was like the time I had that, like, you right. curator of the MoMA and whatnot. Yeah. And I was just like, you know, I never stick with things. So I'm going to try this time. Yeah. Make my parents proud. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems like you're happy that you have. Yeah. It and, like and it seems like, it, 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 I, I would in say certain it, aspects of it, I always fight my nature. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's easy for me to have good ideas. So it's hard for me to ever stick with anything. Like my greatest want in life is I like healing mm-hmm. and I like connecting. Mm-hmm. And like also idea, man, if I could just go around being like a modern messiah, I would rather be doing that. <laughs> is that why you grew the beard? 
I mean, I used to have 12 best friends, and my friends gave shit me shit. I mean, my nickname's Lucifer, so <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm very un-Jesus-like. <laughs> I mean, I have the long, curly hair, and Jewish people give me the nod all the time. That's pretty rad. Right? You'll take it. That's yeah. Right. Um, with, with the brand as well, so we see, and, and I've asked you this on private in private, but I want to talk about it. Um, you know, on the show, where do you see the brand going? Do you see, cause like, you know, there, there's, uh, it, it's a whole system now. You don't just buy beard oil. You got to buy, you know, you got to buy beard, you know, wash and you got to buy beard oil and you got to buy beard balm and you got to buy beard conditioner mm-hmm. and you got to buy beard highlighter and you got to buy beard, <laughs> Man, um, man, we're gonna stop him right here. <laughs> I'm just you, saying they you, all you, exist. You, you need a gentle face wash, and you need a beard oil or a beard balm. And if you want more control and mustache wax, if you want all that other stuff, do it. But it's simple. I I am the simplest human. Why I create simple products that just simply work is because I. That's how I am. So I, I'm, I use one face oil mm-hmm. and I use my beard wash, and that's yeah. my that's my regimen. Right. And so I'm, I shouldn't I, be looking for your twelve, you know, Jeremiah Newton's secret twelve step process you know, to having a beautiful a good, beard. If I was a good capitalist, <laughs> yeah, I would sell right. you all that shit. Right. But I'm a person who actually cares about my customers, <laughs> so I believe that the man should have the things that he wants to his level. Right. If he wants all that, I see you doing that because you you have the most amazing kicks always. So I know <laughs> what kind of man you are. <laughs> but no, I, I think that um, you know, in as we look at what you have, and, and again, one of the things I love about Austin, Texas, is you turn around and there's another awesome individual. Right. You turn around and there's somebody who is not just affecting. Mm-hmm the three people around them but they're affecting the world your your products are in germany your products are all over the world and and they are for the most part from what i understand and again i'm no beard expert but i'm certainly a a amateur beard knowledge person right right? he's read blogs i I read blogs i watch videos the documentaries (laughs) yeah you know um you know i i i see where you know you're definitely at the forefront of the industry in that you're not, like you said, selling your soul to the devil. You could have sold your brand, sold your packaging, sold your name, and walked off with seven figures of some or maybe eight or whatever and went off and just wandered the world. But instead, you told yourself, I want to stay with it. Now you're building something. You're building a legacy. Your father works with you. He, he's leaving, but yeah. Okay, he, but he, he, he currently works. Out. He's, he's helping you out right now. Um, but, you know, the company, I go there, it's just you know three, four guys, uh, you know, individuals. You know, we have about six on our team right now. Yeah. Okay. So awesome. we've had up to 11, but God, I hate managing people. So it's, it's so difficult <laughs> for me to manage people. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Let me. So I want to get practical for one second. Okay? Yeah, for sure. So uh, I'm a man thinking about growing a beard. Okay. What tips do you have? You know, is first and foremost growing the beard, or you know. So it really it depends on your level of want. Okay. I grow a beard because I hate shaving. Okay. And it looks good on me. Right. And I mean, that's why I grow it. 
So for me, it's just a simple regimen. Like it's just a good gentle pH 5.5 around there. So it's just super gentle on the face. Okay. Um, and then it's just basically how you treat your face. It's like, you know, a boar's hairbrush is great for help getting off the dead, sloughing off the dead skin. Okay. And revitalizing, no, like right in here, okay, like right around where you're gonna see the hair, okay. and then also right under here where you start to get all those stragglers and yep. whatnot. Um, and I mean, if you damp dry, you get out of your shower, or even you can just take it, throw it in your beard, whatever. But this is the best way when you're out of your shower, make sure you're damp drying your beard, use a very gentle towel. Um, then basically you throw the beard oil on it. You can use about half as much if the beard is damp dry. Okay. Um, then you just brush it. If you want to take a comb to do the finite work or if you want to take a little bit of mustache wax to get all the train in, it's fairly simplistic. If yeah. you want to get more complicated than that, it's all about your diet. Okay. It's all about like stress levels, etc. Because a lot of men will ask for a magic bullet to grow a thicker beard. As yeah. you can see, mine's not even pretty thin yeah and I tell them genetics yeah and occasionally like biotin diet changes etc will help you get a stronger thicker, thicker beard, beard. Um, ingrown hair tips um, ingrown hair tips use my shave oil okay the reason for using my shave oil is basically when you use an oil it pulls the hair up it basically prostrates it for the razor okay. and it softens the hair so it also helps soften the impact, okay. and it softens the skin too. So you're less likely to get ingrown hairs if you do that. Okay. Shaving is a full-on process if you want to do it right. Yeah. I mean, you should put the warm towel on your face until your pores are opened in a certain way with the oil in it, and then you pull it up, and then I would recommend a gentle shaving soap okay. to put over the oil because you can shave with the oil, but it's just it feels weird to you. Okay. takes about three goes and it feels normal to you and it caught it way less irritation yeah. way less bumps way less grown ingrown hairs etc okay so that's you just you're wanting to condition your skin before you shave it and the other thing is the more razor blades you have the worse your fucking razor is <laughs> like two blades is as much as you want one blade is the best so i don't need the 30 you'll blade system with the off. no you'll start skimming off your skin and start to pre-age your face from what i am aware okay it's okay. just like using um that oh what is that crap the apricot scrub mm -hmm. it's torturous on your face mm. you should not be doing that like there's so many people doing that wrong mm. there, you go. Yeah, there you go yeah genetics um, that's genetic combined with diet you know, I could not. I tried to grow a beard in my early twenties. Oh man, could not do it. Me neither. My cousin, full beard, eighteen years old, thick. Yeah. You know what I mean? I had, I had my a brother, fifteen. At nine, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I couldn't grow yeah. a beard in my early twenties. I tried in my mid twenties. I would try about every five years. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until I was about thirty-five when I moved here uh, that I could at thirty-six that I could actually grow a beard. So it's it's the Austin environment that makes people it's, that's exactly that's it. that's so it. if I was you're yeah. <laughs> so if you're look if you are afar and you that's want right. to grow a beard, there's something in the Austin air that's it. that allows yeah. us to oh. have <laughs> the world more people move here. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Why are you doing That's that? That's the premise of our show. They're going to come anyway. Okay, you guys. <laughs> come on. 
He is I'm just, looking. I'm just joking. He's looking for an account manager. So That's you know, true. if you've got yes, you, please, uh, I, I will uh, allow that person in this city. <laughs> and then, and then he's closing. No, while the I've lived here, yeah. I think it's 1.3 million people have moved here. Yeah. I could be wrong on the numbers, but it's pretty high. And I remember when I first moved here, our skyline was such an empty, beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah. We didn't have any. I'm not gonna. You know what? This city has been good to me. There you go. There you go. There you go. It has there you its go. problem, <laughs> but I think the world is being infested with techie kids anyways. So might as well bring them here and let them spend might money. Might as well spend money yeah, on me. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it with that. Yeah. Remember, folks, there's a lot of crap out there. Why not make magic? That's right. Thank you, Jeremiah. Thank you, Jeremiah. Hey, yeah.